Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been lovingly generating for you since 2006, when we met and fell in love and dedicated our lives together to sharing the mechanics of pleasure, the how-to of getting off, and the intricacies of human connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com. You will find our complete podcast archive of coming close to 500 episodes Babe, we need to bake a cake. (laughs) On today's episode, we are welcoming Charlotte back from her little journey to California and back. Mm. Welcome home, baby. Thank you. So glad to be home and here on the mic with you all. I missed you. (laughs) We spend a lot of time together. You know, we've been together almost 17 years now, Mm. and we have worked together every single one of those 17 years. And... (laughs) It's amazing. And, you know, when you go away for a few weeks, I really notice um, all of those small, wonderfully mundane, wholesome places that we enjoy one another, um, all of the ways we share life. And when we were talking about what we wanted to cover for today's episode, you know, we've been talking a lot about kink recently. And we just participated in a big kink bundle. And we've been like really talking about the kinkier edges of sex. And while we enjoy those together too, you know, what I missed most when you were gone was our everyday pleasures and our vanilla sex life. And so today I want to sing the praises of vanilla sex and really kind of look at this word vanilla as opposed to kink as yet another false binary that limits our thinking and our imaginations and our actions. And how can we really savor vanilla and remember how beautiful and delicious vanilla sex can be? Yeah, I think there's so much to enjoy and appreciate and savor about vanilla sex. It is still a complex and beautiful series of sex acts that is different for everyone. Like, let's also name that from the beginning here, that all of us have a slightly different configuration of what vanilla sex even is. There isn't one thing we're talking about when we say that. You might have something come up in your mind when we say that, and that is is vanilla sex for you. But it is still a gorgeous experience that I feel like sometimes doesn't get appreciated enough when people do create this binary of like, I'm vanilla or I'm kinky. It doesn't have to be one or the other. We can enjoy vanilla sex and layer things on top of it if we want. It can be a great place to return to or it can be gorgeous and complete and satisfying and fulfilling on its own as a full experience. Right. And vanilla is not an absence of something, right? It's not Mm -hmm. plain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the yogurt aisle will teach us there. There's plain yogurt and there's vanilla (laughs) yogurt. And vanilla is delicious. Mm -hmm. Vanilla is delicious. Vanilla is a fermented bean from an orchid for fuck's sake. 
right? That is like hand pollinated and hand gathered and is delicious, is absolutely delicious if we take the time to savor it, if it's prepared well, if it's paired with the flavors we like. Right. And so I often, you know, I see this a lot on the dating apps now, especially the more conservative dating apps will say something like not vanilla. Right. And that insinuates, well, maybe you're kinky, um, but that's as vague and bland as anything, you know, like that's actually a very bland declaration to be not vanilla because I love vanilla and we need to really examine what we are doing when we create this vanilla kinky binary because it's also assuming that kink is separate from vanilla as if chocolate and vanilla were separate but most chocolate has vanilla in the recipe mm. do you know what i mean and most kink has a lot of components of vanilla sex um when we play it out when we play with kink the way we each like to play which of course is so variable right talk about 32 flavors and then some um so we need to remember this and not disparage vanilla or not feel like we're settling for vanilla or not feel like vanilla is lesser than in any way or less enlightened or less of a portal to you know transcendent incredible states of ecstasy um so a praise to vanilla from two kinky pervs <laughs> <laughs> who love vanilla and like the backbone of our erotic relationship now for 16, 17 years is a very rich vanilla um, custard <laughs> or something <laughs> that's, you know, as rich and as nourishing and wholesome as it is sweet and delicious and divine. Mm. Right. Um yeah, I think we're more custard than ice cream even, even though we're dairy-free. So, okay, back away from the food. Um, but really going into the heart of what we're talking about with the vanilla sex, you know, in one of our last episodes in the conversation with the Super Freaks author, she laid out the four Ps of kinky sex, right? Oh, gosh, do I remember? Power, pain. Psychology. Psychology. And putrid. And the putrid, the putrid. right? The disgusting, the revolting. Um, the things that make us, you know, go ick, but also, mm, right. Mm. And we will do an episode coming up on the erotics of disgust, Mm -hmm. because this is actually an area I'm really fascinated. It lights up my P for psychology. Mm. But like in the absence of those things, right, if we're not playing power games, if we're not, you know, pushing sensation to the far edges of what's possible, Mm. if we're not, you know, reaching into one another's souls and playing games with each other's fears, then what are we doing? right? We are connecting, we're loving one another, we're devoting ourselves to one another's pleasure, we're taking time to get naked and just enjoy one another's naked human bodies. Mm. All of the pleasures that are in vanilla are some of the things that we love the most about sex. So how do we remember to savor it? And remember that vanilla is not plain. Uh Uh-huh. I love that. And I feel like it's really about not judging it as plain, as you said. I feel Mm -hmm. like in this world where we're constantly um, putting one against the other, um, this I'm concerned about vanilla getting thought of as inferior, boring, less exciting. And it really isn't like, let's try and take away all the hierarchies that we have inherent in sex 
unless you want to play with them intentionally, but, (laughs) um, and just name it as its own experience that invites savoring presence, paying attention, um, and allowing ourselves to go deeper into a specific experience instead of focusing on broadening and expanding and trying to play in the, the, the edges. Um, do you know what I mean? So it's going deeper instead of expanding our experience of sex. And not like that has to be an either or. Right, right. Again, more false binaries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But deeper into what, right? Like what is the core of your vanilla? Um, I'm really thinking like vanilla is an invitation for enjoyment Mm. to savor, you know, Uh, when we're eating vanilla ice cream, you know, and sometimes like the world's finest chefs will serve vanilla ice cream at the end of a delicious meal, right? Um, in its simplicity, it invites us into savoring, into enjoying what is right there on our tongue. Um, and you know, I like slutty ice cream with lots of things in it. You know, I'm often like adding salt and shit to my <laughs> ice cream. Um, but when I go into vanilla sex, you know, for me, that's some of the most tender terrain um, because when we just strip ourselves down to our bodies to touch to presence to kissing to intimacy um, what rises right between you is something so beautiful and expressive as I get back into kink right like I went kind of away from kink for a lot of years while we were parenting while I was sick while I was recovering And then I circled back and the kinkier I get again, the more I appreciate vanilla Mm. and how they go together. But vanilla on its own, just these opportunities, these the time we take because sex is so much a choice, right? It's choosing to take the time to enjoy one another or yourself or your body against a tree and the wind on your skin, right? Like wherever you're finding that erotic engagement, there's a choice to slow down and savor those sensations and the feelings of enjoyment, right? And you can rush through a bowl of ice cream and get brain freeze, or you can savor it off of a tiny spoon and let it melt on your tongue and notice the pleasures of the fats and the flavors and the aromas, right? Um... And that process of choosing to enjoy something is available for us even in the simplest forms of sex and intimacy, right? And is it fair even to say vanilla is simple? Because when you're making love with someone, there is a lot going on. There's so much to pay attention to that often the issue is we get overwhelmed, we get distracted, we get it's too much to pay attention to sometimes. Like to call vanilla sex simple is... Not honoring the complexity that is always present when two people or more or one person solo is having an experience because so much has to happen to be able to have that moment be ripe and ready. It's a symphony of flavors to get the perfect vanilla. (laughs) Which is why I loved learning that the bean that comes from the flowering orchid takes three years to grow and then it has to be pollinated on the one day that it blooms 
I feel like that is such hand pollinated. Hand pollinated. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> on the one day. And I feel like that is such a true parallel to having vanilla sex, to having any sex with somebody is a moment where you have to be responsive to all of the conditions and causes to to catch that moment where you're both feeling ready and like you want to turn towards each other. Wow, the bloom is being <laughs> pollinated and all and then the bean can unfurl. But I mean, and that's just the beginning of the process of getting really good vanilla to your tongue, mm-hmm. right? Because then it's fermented and and rolled in blankets, wow. apparently, every and then put into an airtight container every night and then unrolled into the sun every day for two months. And there's like five other things in this process, too. We're not going to go into all because we're not a cooking show. But I was astounded to learn the details of how much care is put into getting one vanilla pod that we can put into our beautiful vanilla ice cream. And these things we take for granted, right? Because I think part of this is also a call to savor vanilla, yes, but not take it for granted, right? And remember that it's no small thing to pause life and enjoy eroticism alone or together or in a group, right? However you are doing it, that choice is a event. And we can really choose to like celebrate it, cherish it and bring our full selves to enjoying it in a way that makes it quite exquisite and not mundane or plain at all. And while no yogurt brand is a sponsor for this episode, we would like to take a minute and thank our sponsors for this episode. And these are two perfect sponsors for an episode about vanilla sex. These are two of the most important tools we have to make vanilla more consistently delicious. First, we'd like to thank Morgasm Arousal CBD Lube. It has become my go-to lube because it creates delicious sensations with the help of botanicals. CBD, which is a cannabis product, but isn't going to get you high. It just creates a delicious warming sensation. Morgasm is a water-based lubricant that can be used for all kinds of sex by all kinds of bodies. And you can use it just to explore how it brings more sensation to your play. But definitely check it out if you've been having any dryness or irritation that's preventing you from the kind of play you want to engage in. Sometimes we want more vanilla sex and we need a tool to keep the play going. That's when we grab a tube of lube and Morgasm is the lube on my bedside. I encourage you to check it out at Morgasm.com. And right now, our friends at Morgasm are offering 15% off when you use the code PLEASURE at morgasm.com. That's M-O-R-G-A-S-M, morgasm.com. Use the code PLEASURE. This link is in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. And speaking of tools for vanilla sex, erections are sometimes in need of a little assistance, and there are really reliable tools for this. ED medications are just a click away with our friends at shamelesscare.com. At shamelesscare.com, they can hook you up with an amazing price on ED meds through the mail delivered discreetly to your door. 
but you also get a year of conversation with a sex positive board certified MD who can answer all of your questions about erectile dysfunction, who can help you find the right dose and adjust your dose until these meds are working the way you need them to work for your lifestyle. And they won't bring any judgment as you share the honest details of what you're experiencing. If you want a little more support around consistent erections, explore this option at shamelesscare.com. Ask your medical questions to their medical specialists and get hooked up with the best price for ED meds, real pharmaceutical grade ED meds delivered straight to your door. Use the code pleasure at shamelesscare.com for 30 bucks off your first order. You will find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com toolbox. That's pleasuremechanics.com toolbox, where we share all of the links from our generous sponsors so you can equip yourself for your pleasure journey ahead. You know, and speaking of lube and ED medication, right? So when we say vanilla sex, there is a picture of a certain kind of sexual arc of events that comes to our minds. And this is cultural, right? We are speaking to a global audience, but we're also in the year 2023. And if we polled like 100 people, 1000 people, a million people, a billion people, about what their preconceived notions of when we say they had sex, right? Just a few words, they had sex, what does that include? For most people, it includes a certain group of activities done in a kind of certain mood, in a certain way, with a certain emotion and affect. And how much that varies is kind of a matter of cultural degree, and also a matter of like distance from honestly, like colonial, white, Western norms, right? Like global sex culture has been colonized. Our mental imagination about what sexuality looks like has been fully colonized. And this is why we all have a certain kind of preconceived notion of what vanilla sex even means, right? Like what's the plain version? What's the simplest version? And we need to look at that and look with curiosity and wonder and fascination at what the variance can be, right? Like, what is the core of those assumptions? What is culturally assumed? I watch a lot of global porn is kind of my new hobby is um, jumping around the world with very specific geographic searches in um, the porn realm. Um, because this is part of my lifelong fascination, right? Is what changes when we jump from culture to culture? What do those changes mean about our understandings of gender roles, power dynamics, family and domestic culture, age, uh, bodies, uh, what bodies are desirable and what are they desired for? Um, and really, when you look at it, what a narrow window we paint for ourselves when we know we have this world of flavor available to us, right? And that's why I feel like conversations like we're having every week here are so important because what we're trying to do is give us an opportunity to like reimagine what sex can be and to like have a different idea in our imagination of what we could be experiencing and exploring together because otherwise we do get stuck in this 
cultural idea of what is quote unquote normal. And so we are seeking always to, to, to shift the boundaries of our imagination around sex and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And this podcast episode specifically is wanting to just re-bring our attention to the beauty of vanilla sex. Because sometimes in our 460 plus episodes we are talking more about kinky sex we're talking more about more complex um, dynamics sometimes because we need to normalize those and bring more attention to things that aren't talked about as often and so I feel like in this episode we're just wanting to celebrate what a lot of people do and affirm that it is valuable and and perfect we remember what dr emily nagoski says the pleasure is the measure and so if you are enjoying the sex that you are having and it is vanilla oriented then that is a win that is beautiful that is successful fulfilling satisfying sex and let us let it be so instead of judging it that it needs to be something different wilder kinkier like i just feel like that judgment piece can sometimes get in the way of us really enjoying and appreciating and celebrating vanilla sex as it is. And like, depending on, so we're talking about this kind of monolithic culture that's spread around sexuality, but then there are so many subcultures, right? And there are subcultures where the recipient of intercourse is not supposed to move, make sound or respond in any way. And if that has what has been normalized for you, then even moving your hips and moaning a little bit, might feel really edgy, right? And that is what is real for a lot of people is that they are trying to enjoy vanilla sex and unable to because sex has been so disgraced, right? Mm. And that's a good word for it. Sexuality has been disgraced. It's been disrespected. It's been made into this place of fear and trauma and anxiety instead of relaxed at ease enjoyment of one another's bodies because i think we also have to name this to enjoy vanilla we need to be able to enjoy sex and a lot of us aren't at that place and i remember when i was there like having the most simple vanilla sex was terrifying and a massive trigger field right like a minefield of potential trauma triggers and I used to have painful cramps after every orgasm. And sometimes, you know, I tell these stories about like my ecstatic journeys with my poly lovers and we paint this picture of what's possible. And I want to remind folks like I am a kid that survived a ton of sexual trauma and ended up talking on the playground to the other kids to try to figure out what the fuck was going on and then reading all of the books in the library and Barnes and Noble so I could help other kids And then, right, like this has been my lifelong journey because of the pain I have experienced and um, dealt with in my own life, right? And pleasure is only easy for me because I've made it my lifelong practice and have done very little else than study pleasure and how it works in our bodies so I could experience it again after being completely numbed out and, you know, hollowed out by sexual trauma. And so if sexual trauma is part of your story, if it's part of your partner's story, it can make vanilla very hard to experience, to enjoy it all, right? If ice cream was weaponized, it would just feel like a cold mess going in your mouth. 
Um, so I do want to bring up our survivors toolkit. This is a resource that is for free. We don't talk about it often enough. We will put a link in our show notes page and it's a beautiful resource kit of ideas and frameworks that have helped me in my trauma journey have been places I have been learning about and a place you can share the resources that have been most useful for you too. Um, Because we're all in this together, right? When I talk about like that colonization of global sexuality, a lot of that has been very violent and disrespectful to human sexuality. And we are all here listening because we sense something else is possible. And we have an idea that sexuality can be a place of joy and pleasure and connection, right? These three words we begin every podcast episode with, these three words we wear around on our chest in our Pleasure Mechanics t-shirts. Did you know you could get Pleasure Mechanics (laughs) t-shirts, by the way? I just refreshed our store. It's pleasuremechanics.com slash gear. Um, We make about 10 cents a t-shirt, but uh, it's a way for you to wear your Pleasure Mechanics pride. And that act of like putting on a t-shirt, pleasure, joy, connection, it is insisting on something this world has systemically tried to deny us. Mm -hmm is the pleasure and joy of being human together and in the eroticism of our connection with one another. Easefully, that relaxed enjoyment of vanilla sex we're talking about is an aspirational destination for a lot of us when we're just trying to enjoy it, right? Yeah, and also our mindful sex course has so many wonderful experiences to move through that help with distraction, um, things that are in the way of being able to sink deeper into savoring and being in the experience of sex and of your own body. Um, And that is a wonderful place to to step into to gain some more of those skills and a little direction and guidance around how to have it be a little bit easier. The mindful sex course has a lot of resources, you know, and that's actually included in all of our bundles. So we sell individual courses, but we also have a kink bundle and an erotic touch bundle, which has our full body massage, our butt courses and our foreplay course that has all of the erotic touch techniques. And I added mindful sex to that bundle. Like it's already a brimming bundle with (laughs) so much to explore. But I put mindful sex in that bundle because it has skills for all of us to deepen our pleasures of massage, of erotic touch, of foreplay, of fucking, right? Like that vanilla can be there to be enjoyed. And if we're not paying attention to it, we can swallow without tasting anything. Mm. And mindful sex is all about how to come home into our awareness and attention so we can enjoy sex more, so we can be more in our agency with it, so we can be more present to seek out and you know, curate the erotic experiences we want and then enjoy them. Learning how to receive eroticism, learning how to enjoy pleasure is a practice, is a whole set of skills that we learn over time. That's what we're doing. That's why we're here. That's what we offer you. And all of our online offerings um, are what we believe are the most efficient paths back home towards sexual enjoyment, pleasure, at easeful connection with ourselves, our bodies, and one another. So what are the pleasures of vanilla sex that you enjoy that kind of keep us coming back for more, Mm. right? We have a room full of toys. We could do whatever we want. And often we just dive right into the vanilla honeypot. 
Yeah. <laughs> what is it you enjoy? I mean, I love massage, right? Like receiving, giving massage is is a cornerstone in our sex life mm-hmm. that I think is so rich and beautiful and delicious. You have a very big appetite for touch. I do right? have a very big appetite for touch. <laughs> massage is a subset of... yeah what you're really into which is touch touch and so erotic touch and yeah. the skilled beautiful erotic genital touch that you offer is like just gorgeous mm. um and but those lines like when we make love our vanilla is this you know this blend of full body massage erotic touch you know genitals yes but also your nipples your throat and that blend like where massage ends and erotic stimulation begins is the slippery yummy place you love to play and linger Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. tease it out for as long as we've got right you can be in that vanilla pleasure for hours right and never get bored right touch sensation of my skin Uh is just delicious it's a place yeah place i love to be i guess that would be considered Mm -hmm. vanilla and it is absolutely delicious just oral sex lots and lots of oral sex Mm -hmm. and playing with your pussy right um and it's true like with you with a lot of my other lovers like we have all these kinky options available to us and the pleasures we so often circle back to are mouths and hands and holes and And touch uh uh-huh eager skin and hungry holes you know (laughs) it's just like we are one big sensory receptor Mm. and when we have some ease and skillfulness around playing with that the the explorations there are boundless yeah endless yeah i love playing you like a cello or something (laughs) you know it's just like i can strum on that for hours Mm. because you're responsive right you're feeling my touch you're responding to it we begin to circuit Mm. in that call and response of erotic touch and that's so much of what vanilla sex is it's a very clear circuit of stimulation and enjoyment of that stimulation and yes more please and you can play in that Mm. for as long as you wish for a lifetime without reaching for any extraneous tools or role-playing at all we can just be in the sensory bliss of touch and sex and fucking and yeah and two bodies touching each Mm -hmm. other and evoking and creating pleasure and Mm -hmm. sensation and intimacy And that's what I think of when I think of vanilla. It's just like bodies and touch and fucking and breathing and enjoying it um, without kind of like reaching. We can reach into all sorts of depths of human psychology. We can reach all around us for sensory tools and implements. We can reach into culture for power and um, subversion Mm. and transgressive sex and taboo, right? Um, the whole world is our erotic landscape and there's something about vanilla sex that for me like it creates like a little bubble where all that matters is your body my body how our bodies are touching entwining moving together breathing together Um, it's this kind of core circuit upon which so much else can be added Um, but when that core circuit is good we can play there forever Mm. you know Um, and if there are tools we can offer you to ease your way into enjoying vanilla sex, into deepening your appreciation for the touch we have available to us, right? And this is why we love massage because massage Mm -hmm. takes everyday touch and elevates it 
and reminds us of how exquisite it is to touch one another. And a simple glide down the spine can become a transformative, tender touch, Mm. right? Kneading one another's butt muscles can ease and relax us into our deepest places of arousal. And all of this is deeply vanilla pleasures just waiting to be enjoyed, right? Like our bodies are full of them. We are the honeypots, right? It's not out there. And that's the most important thing to remember is like pleasure and joy and connection is yours as a human. It's in our bodies. It's what we are designed to do. We just have to remember And we just have to practice and get more skillful and at ease in remembering how to be in these exquisite human bodies of ours, which are in relationship to those orchids flowering on that specific night of the moon (laughs) and the bees pollinating the flowers to bring home the honey, right? All of that is our erotic context and we can enjoy it and enjoy being alive as human beings just a little bit more. In another lifetime, I just want to be in like a glade with a waterfall and rainbows and unicorns and endless fruit trees and just be able to play in this space, like the vanilla honey hole fountains of human sexuality forever. <laughs> Can there be a massage table there too? Because when you were saying that, no, I was we like... don't need it because there's like a bed of moss <laughs> and it's perfectly tapered for body mechanics. <laughs> And we don't have any chronic pain because we're not overworked by capitalism, you know? And like, what does vanilla sex offer us within our day-to-day lives, within the grind of capitalism? Because we don't live at that honey hole water fountain with rainbows and unicorns. As much as I try, we live in this world and it's a complicated world. We are all grieving. We are all dealing with multiple stresses and frustrations all the time. Vanilla sex can be a sanctuary refuge a refuge of sensual pleasures if we can allow it and then bask in the afterglow because it Mm. turns out the afterglow is a really important part of the process and mindful sex is about that and it's for all of us so you'll find it in all of our bundles the touch bundle is at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch we'll throw a really good discount on there for you for this episode because we really want these skills accessible and available to anyone who wants to savor them. Yeah, we want them in your hands. So Our you can... reason for existence <laughs> totally. is to share these skills that have been so transformative for me, as I said, right? Um, from trauma kid, numbed out and cramping after any orgasm to expansive, erotic, love honeypot dragon that I am. <laughs> Right. And I am basking in my 40s. And I'm so grateful for the journey I've been on because it allows me to enjoy my sexuality now. Mm. Um, And I do walk around the world feeling like dripping with honey Mm -hmm. and smelling like vanilla. And speaking of vanilla, I remember as a kid, I learned that the scent of vanilla makes people horny. And so I always wore vanilla perfume. Me too. Stop it. 
we've never had this conversation oh i had God. no idea <laughs> i didn't i know i used to wear vanilla as a perfume i didn't yeah. know that it did that i thought it, i learned that it would like made people feel really comfortable and feel really at home well, or something. same 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 <gasps> oh my before God. before pleasure comes safety <laughs> And vanilla <laughs> offers that for all oh of God, us. I'm so glad we just learned that about each other. Oh my God. Come There's home so much more to learn to about the everyone. vanilla scented, <laughs> freshly baked cookie of your sexuality at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch. We are here for you. We love you. We will be back with you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Vanilla scented honey tasting pleasure. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs>